0: You to know that we are not going to bug you all night, but we are going to just have you hang out with the girls tonight. Some might be some fellas in here tonight. Ask you a bunch of questions, and we are just gonna have fun tonight. You ready?
1: Let's have fun. Should be good time.
0: And I definitely am loving the hat.
1: No, you now nah, we welcome. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. We in a pandemic. Yes, yes.
0: Okay, so some of y'all know Dr. Goodman already. Some of y'all may not. Um, Dr. Goodman is the senior pastor of Tabernacle, the historical Tabernacle Baptist Church in Augusta, Georgia. He has yeah. been pastoring there 14 whole entire years.
1: Close to it, 13. But I'm, I'm 14. I'm getting, I'm getting it. Getting. Yeah, I'm well. You you old too, because you went to high school. So uh, if I'm old, you old. So that's how we. And work. I
0: believe you are turning forty-one this year.
1: Yeah, unless in less about a month, turn 41. 41 years old.
2: Yeah,
0: forty-one years old, but you don't look it, and you have accomplished so much in your forty-one years.
1: Well, how you doing, man? How you? How you and Mac? How how the Mac household doing? How you guys?
0: Look, we are hanging in there. This, this, These these toddlers in this pandemic trying to take me out.
1: I bet. I know it's but crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: going to go down fighting.
1: Listen, you about to laugh. I got a dog. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of the questions I was going to ask you, what's something stupid you done bought in this in this quarantine?
1: Yeah, I got a dog.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: A dog. Yeah, I got a dog. His
0: name okay. Is, okay. What's I mean? What kind
1: of dog was his name? What color? Give us all the details. It's an exotic uh, mini pocket bully. Uh, his name is uh, Deacon. So, uh, yeah. So this is first week with me, and uh, it's been rough because it's trying to get him home trained, and you know he done not he not boo booed at the crib. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This might be as close as I get to a child. So uh, he's uh, six months, going on seven months. And uh, yeah, so we tried to break him in. And uh, I just actually just put him to bed. So uh, that's kind of funny. So uh,
0: does he have a bed or does he just sleep in like a cage
1: or whatever? No, we ain't got a crate. Yeah, we ain't doing that staying in the bed stuff. No, he's, uh, and uh, we start training for him next weekend. And so hopefully, you know, he'll get a little more uh, obedient, so he can do <laughs> some more. So um, <laughs> I always wanted a dog, and uh, and but my schedule never kind of allowed for it, and it was just kind of a one of those things on the whim, you know. Since I'm I'm at home and stuck at the crib, right? Uh, let's try to figure that out. So okay, um, well,
0: why <laughs> you ain't posted a picture of the dog? Why the dog gotta be a secret? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, you know I've never been one to post stuff, man, like that. I mean, I just don't feel like you know certain aspects of my life is worth uh, posting and stuff like that. But I'll, I'll get a picture out there. We just gotta make sure he's straight. And yeah, uh, I, I, I,
0: yeah. I want to see my nephew.
1: My <laughs> he's cool. He be at the office with me, you know. <laughs> so uh, staff loves him and uh, they spoiling him. He he's in shock right now. He, he ain't even barked. I've had him a week. Oh he
2: God. Barked. He, <laughs> He the
1: coolest, chillest dog. It's like, yo, so we try to get on the rhythm. You know, he wakes me up in the middle of the night to take him
2: outside.
1: And I'm just like, yo, this is, this is a lot. So, but he's cool. Uh, I enjoy hanging with him.
0: And, uh, yeah. You need this training. You need this dog training. That's-, oh, that's crazy. I got a dog.
1: Yeah, but he's a cool cat. He's cool. He's a cool dog.
0: He's cool. Oh, my God. So. He- mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, Pastor.
1: Yeah, that's it. He's cool, man. He's, he's cool dog. <laughs>
0: Well, I wanna see Deacon. I mean you gotta post him. I'm gonna get I'm gonna I,
1: I, I may text it to you. I'll text it oh,
0: to you. Oh God, me. look, cause I we all wanna see him. But I'm I I am really, you know, this this whole quarantine thing and I think it's been what ten weeks now, Jackie?
1: It feels like ten years. Um but God. yeah about ten weeks. Yeah.
0: yeah like, ten mm-hmm. weeks. Okay, so okay. I think somebody just said, okay, we, we're not live anymore. We got to go back. Hold on. Hold on, Pastor. Okay.
1: okay. I'm live on IG, so I see some people on
2: IG.
0: Okay, good. Good. Let me get us back on. Let me get us back onto Facebook. I don't think I did. Well, when I, when I take him over to my timeline, I can't hear him good. But if you turn up yours, I can hear from there.
2: Okay. Lucky, okay, I'm working it out. So we're back We're getting, <laughs> getting back on. Mm. Do 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 do. I
0: want you all right. Back up. No. I think we're back. Everybody, y'all keep me, keep, keep me, keep me on point here. All right. So, Pastor, we talked about the dog.
1: Yeah. Got a dog.
0: <laughs> we talked about, you know, this quarantine has been 10 weeks. And, you know, it's just, it's just been a total different way uh, of life. And so I just wanted to start out by, you know, just, just get in your business. Just tell us how an average day uh, for Dr. Goodman has changed since the quarantine. Wow.
1: Um,
0: you know, people think we just at home chilling, I mean, because we don't have to preach live anymore.
1: I feel like I'm I'm working harder now. I think, you know,
0: um,
1: I'm working harder. And um, it's, it's been a challenge from, you know, just because of the indefinite, uh, timeline that we're on I, I, and that's been probably the biggest hurdle um, is not knowing when this will end and, yeah. and what the next normal will look like so it's been a challenge in that so I do feel like I'm working harder and if the truth be told most of my pastor friends uh, I'm envious of y'all because at least y'all have tag team partners I mean the way it's looking I might have to preach all 52 weeks this year um, you know, so you just don't know. So, you know, things are different. You you're trying to maintain, you know, a large staff. I want to make sure that we're doing enough to uh, to keep them. And not only that, child development center, a lot of things that's under uh, my my kind of leadership and and uh, trying to stay engaged with our people in the era of social distancing and and all this kind of stuff. So it's kind of interesting. And so now that everything is kind of digital. Doing these, I feel like every other night <laughs> I'm on some call or I'm doing some virtual revival, and uh, it's cool. It's um, you know, um, you know. But I'm, I miss the fellowship. I miss my people. I miss yeah. I miss a life that honestly I'm not even sure what it's gonna look like again. So, you know, it's just been different. So it's been busy, and um, it don't seem like it'll slow down anytime soon.
0: Now I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Chucky. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So I, I, just we just don't know. So we'll see. You know, but yeah, being busy, we are really working, working hard.
0: Oh yeah, and you know, my husband he he says that that you know he, this is the hardest he's ever worked in his pastoral um, ministry. And yeah. he, the two of us, Chucky, it has been like terribly difficult. Um, a lot less sleep. Um, a lot more preparation It's just, it's just taking a, a lot of us, uh, a lot out of us to form this virtual church. So I'm, I'm not gonna ask you a bunch of churchy questions tonight, but you know, how do you think church is gonna change? When, when you think we going back, first of all, I'm, I'm gonna get your vote. When, when you think we going back to church, and how do you think church is gonna change, you know, from now until?
1: It's a complicated, nuanced question. Because um, I think going back to church, Depends on the context. Um, and so I can only speak for Tabernacle. Yeah. It will be a long time before we can kind of go back simply because of lo- what it would take logistically to have church. And we yeah, also yeah. have to prepare our people that the church they left in March is not the church you're coming back to. So, you know, there's some major logistical issues on our end. So, once again, I can't speak for other churches and other contexts um but as long as we're under social distancing kind of guidelines which means you got to maintain six feet apart you got to wear a face mask um it's going to make it very difficult to kind of do church how we do church i mean we did a look at our our facilities and so my main location seats 1500 and my west location seats about 500 but with social distancing i can only get 149 people at Maine and 67 people at West. So you're looking at about 90% of your, my seating capacity has been gone, like
0: cut. Wow. So,
1: you know, and, and church is going to look like you're going to have to register for church. You just can't show up to church. You're going to probably, you're going to have to register for church, sign a waiver for church, have your temperature checked. You're going to literally have to have a contactless experience. You have to wear your face mask. There'll be no children or youth ministry. Um, perhaps you probably shouldn't even go to the bathroom. I mean, you need to really kind of stay right where you are. Um, they've even discouraged congregational singing, singing. So you pretty much are signing up to be a, um, a studio audience. So I think, you know, one of the challenges is preparing people to know what this, what they're coming back to is not what you left. And you that's a hard thing especially in the black church where yeah. church is not just where i come hear a sermon but it's where i see my friends and i yeah. it's a family reunion every week so you there's no fellowship we can't have you touching people and hugging people and you know and then another layer to this is that it's affecting our community at a higher rate than others so we as african americans are 13 percent of the population but we're over 60 percent of the deaths that's That's a that's that's a lot. So, you know, my chief aim for our church is is their safety is number one for me. And um, and I'm not going to rush back just to say we did it and put people in danger, you know. Um, So we're still going through. it. We have a task force that's looking at it and giving me weekly updates. Um, But once again, I was probably in my area, one of the first to shut down or close the building. Oh, wow. I'll to be one of the last to open up, just from a logistical standpoint. It's, it's a lot, and um, and once again, our chief aim is to for the safety. So yeah, yeah, you, you, probably, you, you okay. Mac, y'all don't want to know what I'm thinking about going to church, because I mean, I've been on. You know, some people they trying to go back this week. I know some people doing that this week, and I'm like, okay, okay cool. Um, this week, no, no. But no. I, I I do think that I think COVID is going to come back stronger. And I do think that we're going to be quarantined again. I really do feel that. Yeah. Just because of how the numbers are bearing out in those things. So right. um, so you can reopen and re-entry and then something else happen. And Lord forbid, let's say someone says they got COVID at Tabernacle or Emmanuel. Man, you you don't recover from that. That's um, That's a serious kind of... Kind of thing so there's a lot of things that go into the thought process, I think of trying to do that, but once again, my people have been very faithful uh our online digital church, our tab global yeah. platforms have been great, yeah. I mean, people continue to be generous and continue to uh be the hands and feet of Jesus, so you know um we're thinking through some other options, so there's some other things that we we'll perhaps think through right. besides just coming back to a sunday worship right um but you know. Everything's up in the air because we just really, honestly, just do not know. Right. So that's just my mind, and and those things kind of change a little differently to me every single day, every day, you know. Uh, but we're still doing ministry. Once again, we still, uh, I got to do a funeral in the morning. So, um, wow. and so, you know, doing a socially distanced funeral is kind of tough. But you know, you, yeah. you do that. Uh, we're we're having a graduation for our mentor ministry in the morning too, and and some other things. So, and it's virtual. So, I mean, ministry's still going, you know, we just, you know, we're just not gathering in person, but we're still trying to create uh, and give people Jesus and, and trying to, uh, to lead and, and live, you know, effectively with one another in this, in this interesting and unprecedented time. So, so that's kind of where we are.
0: That's good. That's good. Pastor, you said so many things Where ministry is still going. It hasn't stopped. And, you know, I often try to remind myself that, you know, we are still doing ministries, just being done a different way. And um, a lot
1: of people... Yeah, if, if people get back, I mean, I want to be wrong, but if if people... I'll be surprised if we really kind of get back before 2020's out. I just, it's hard, and I would love to. Uh, I don't know. Um, but every factor is telling me it might be one of those things where you just, it'll be a difficult logistical thing to kind of make that thing come back. Because I do think when people come back, right.
0: they're, not,
1: they're not going to recognize the church they're going to come back to.
0: Ooh, a whole different church. now. You preaching tonight. You preaching, not even going to recognize.
1: Like you can't run. Ain't going to be no running, jumping. You better sit in your seat and have your face mask on. I mean, it's, it's different. It's a different kind of thing now. So So we'll see. And yeah. uh, once again, i I got a great team. Our church uh so supportive, and leadership has been strong. So, you know, we're, we're trying to be agile, and if we got to make quick decisions, we'll do that. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. you know, hard in a season like this.
0: It is. It's hard. But you are doing it well. Um, so many of uh, the pastors that we see online that we feel like we know because we're connected to you online every day, uh, we see the work you're doing, and we appreciate it. And – you know, that even goes for my husband as well. You, the work you're doing does not go unnoticed. So, you yeah. know, we just seeing you online. If, uh, Of course, everybody knows we grew up together. Uh, we went to high school together.
1: Panther Pride, Dudley High School, the best high school ever. I'll say that till I die.
0: <laughs> oh, God. And I have Panther Pride, too. But, I mean, I feel like your Panther Pride is a little louder than mine. I don't know. Maybe well, it's...
1: Mm-hmm. You was really saved in high school. We didn't have this conversation. Your people already know. Leah been loving the Lord for a long, long time. <laughs> Leah was, was pastored during lunch in high <laughs> school. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. I love it. Listen, I'm grateful. What? Awesome.
0: I don't know why I had to go so hard for Jesus in high school. I just
1: love Jesus for
0: real. Lord, good God, but, you know.
1: You didn't even wear pants in high school, did you?
0: No. <laughs> why you, why you, <laughs> I never owned pants until I met your brother.
2: Yeah, that's
1: crazy. Leah never wore pants in high school, like, that's crazy.
0: Mike McNair, that's, that's when I started wearing pants, when I met your brother, he <laughs>
1: not, made you get some pants. That's funny to me. pants. Man. I love it. I love
0: it. I was, to, oh, I was trying to be safe, but anyway, so you know, we we all think you know we know you from just what we see on social media. But there, I, I had some ladies to like send me in some questions about you because they like feel like they want to know you a little better. Just oh, that's funny. You know, you. What? I mean, can I call you? you? Are you the Boris Kojo of the kingdom? Oh,
1: no, absolutely not. I am not <laughs> Boris Kojo of the kingdom. Absolutely not. I am not receiving money.
0: I would say Boris Chestnut, but you ain't dark
1: enough. No. Ain't uh, no. So not at all. Nope. The
0: ladies want to know you. They want to get to know you. They want to know more about you. So one question that they did ask me is to get a little bit about your family background. I mean, like. No.
1: Yeah, so um, really? most people know my story. So for me, um, raised in Greensboro, North Carolina, by my maternal grandparents, um, right. Ernest and Charlotte Swan. Right. Rest in peace, Biggie. He passed away in two thousand eight. They were married sixty one years uh, until he passed. My grandma turns ninety three this month, and hopefully and prayerfully, we'll figure out how to celebrate her birthday from a distance. Um, but so, but I am the the child of Charles Goodman and Paula uh, Harrington. And I really revere and honor my parents at this point. They didn't raise me, but they are major influences of my life. Um, grateful for them. My mom's a Shiro of mine and um, I really admire her, her, her journey in overcoming addiction and how she's made that a living testimony. And so she's, she's one of the most remarkable people I know and most resilient individuals I know. Uh, my dad, on the other hand, as well, I mean, uh, one of the most charismatic guys I know. Uh, he's a fighter. Uh, within the last six months, he's had two strokes, which is kind of interesting.
0: I heard that testimony. Uh,
1: yeah, but they called, he called me this week, and he's, he's talking better, and uh, they sent me a video. He didn't have much mobility of his right side, but they sent me a video this week of him really Pushing with his right hand, man. So I'm just proud. I, I see where I get a lot of my traits from, uh, my determination, uh, my resilience. Um, and so I am really a byproduct of, of um, all my experiences from my grandparents to my parents. And so um, that's kind of it. So, you know, I have, I have three siblings, uh, two sisters, Ashley and Chandra, a brother by the name of Robert that I didn't meet till later in my life. And wow.
0: uh Wow. I didn't know that Chucky. You know,
1: yeah, I didn't meet uh my brother till I was thirty years old. And um he probably looks more like my dad than I do. So um Wow. He's in uh Louisiana, uh Baton Rouge. And uh um so, you know, um yeah, I'm just a kid from Greensboro, North Carolina who honestly has found myself, you know, doing things that I never would have imagined and living a dream of, of life, ministry, and all that. So that's, that's kind of where I am. That's kind of where I'm, I'm flowing with.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know what? I mean, t- from Greensboro, life has just taken you so many places around the world, you know, with school and just um, ministry opportunities. And you have landed here in Georgia. And I, I really feel like you're going to grow old in Georgia.
1: I love it. I don't.
0: You I, Jackie? Yeah, I love Tabernacle.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's an amazing place. I'd love to retire and go to heaven from here. Uh, they've allowed me to grow, to expand, and to bump my head to make mistakes and yeah. to try my best to lead them and love on them. And so, I'm. I, but you know, I'm. I'm. I'm not a big city guy. So I'm from Greensboro. We are from Greensboro. I'm not. I never was into city stuff. So I'm, I'm pretty cool. And, and they allow me to grow and to flourish. So right. they put up with my crazy ideas and, you know,
0: crazy ideas.
1: So I think it's cool. I think it's I think it's really amazing. And I'm grateful for them. And so I don't I don't I don't. I don't I'm not one of those who need to go somewhere. You know, I'm fine. You know, it's 13 years. I want to close out and go hard and strong and lead them as long as possible. I do know I'm a retire. From there, I told them I'm not going to break the record. Uh, uh, Dr. C.S. Hamilton was there 40 years. I'm not going to break that record, um, but I'm gonna go and then pass the baton uh, to someone to take it even further. So, yeah, that's my aim, and that's how I'm thinking through through it right now.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, so now, now let me let me say this first: mm-hmm. 45 questions came in for you today. Jesus,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me
1: it's 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 <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Absolutely. I will admit some some questions were just a little little nosy, like y'all. Some,
0: some was a little detail, wasn't it, uh, man of God? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It man of God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And so
0: we're we not gonna get into all forty-five of those questions, but yeah. we are gonna hit um, a few more. And yeah. the next question was, what's a long-term goal and a short-term goal that you have?
1: Wow, that's um. Those are always interesting. I'm always kind of evolving in that way. Yeah. Um, you know, long term is continuing to to grow uh, as a person, as a pastor. Um, that's always going to kind of be, be the thing I always try to focus on uh, short term. Um, this year, I'm, I'm starting. <laughs> you're going to probably laugh. Okay. A, um, another Ph.D. I start in August. So this will be, I think, like my seventh some type of degree. Um,
2: I'm checking. looking
1: forward to that, uh, in what I, is a real passion for me, uh, in, um, in leadership. So it will be a PhD in leadership. I'm currently right now, hopefully within the next few weeks, finalizing my executive coaching certification. Uh, I wasn't going to do it, but when, when COVID hit and I found myself at the house, I was like, let me go and finish this. And yeah. So trying to do that as well. And that's, that's been kind of helpful uh, to try to get that. So to are
0: you like a life coach? Like Yana Van Zandt?
1: Well, I, I think, well, it's, and I really wanted it because one of the areas that I felt I needed help in yeah, was executive coaching executive coaching kind of is, is a way of helping others with self-discovery. It's been a challenge for me as a pastor, because typically when people come to me, I give answers. Right. What executive coaching does is I coach you, to discover the answer yourself, so it's been an interesting kind of um, change of pace and thinking and modality than 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 normal for me. Right. Uh, I, I I think it's I think it's important. I think it's helpful. As I've been now, you know, I'm I'm becoming a, a old man in ministry, which is the craziest thing to me. I'm we uh, are
0: old like, now. <laughs> oh
1: Somebody called me an OG. I'm like, OG? Oh, that's crazy. But I'm, I'm starting to take on more of a mentor perspective. Right. Mentor uh, thing in people's lives. So yeah. I want to be able to provide the best type of leadership and mentorship. And so I just felt that I was going to be helpful. So it's yeah. been good. You know, I can knock out a few more hours of coaching. So hopefully I can get this done within the next few weeks so we can move on to, to the next move on that. So yeah, that's what
0: we're. So you you stay busy. I mean, you stay in the books. You're always learning, always doing, always developing yourself. And I think that is um what makes the ladies just love you. I mean, they just love you because, you know, you're hardworking, you're focused, um, and you know, you you might be quarantined eye candy right now for some of the ladies. I mean. You just might be. Leah.
1: That's funny. But no, we, we've had this conversation before. This is not our first podcast. So as we talked about relationships before. We have
0: talked about this before now.
1: <laughs> I, do think, I do think it's hard. I think it's on both ends. Successful people have difficulty in managing uh, relationships.
2: Right. Uh,
1: I, think, I think women are probably better at it because I think women can multitask better. Right, so, in my book, it's complicated, where I kind of wrestle with um the challenges of navigating relationships. you know, I think, as we've had this conversation before, is that people people see the resume and people see a lot that a person does, but don't realize the sacrifice that goes into that right and as a man, and speaking just generally as a man, you know we we become tunnel vision, that's how we are created, and we we operate in boxes. And so um, I will admit through a majority of my life, once I've got when, once I'm working, that's, that's my focus is that's what I think about. That's my chief concern. That's yeah. all, that's all I kind of inundate myself with. And so on one hand, it's allowed me to be successful professionally. Now it has caused challenges in other areas of life simply because, you know, it's, you gotta, I, I don't, I've said this before. I don't know if, if, I, if I said it on your, on your podcast, Leah, or before. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe in balance. You know, I think there's something to be said about synergy. And I think the problem is too many of us try to figure out balance when, you know, I don't think we'll ever kind of find balance. We just need to find synergy. At life, there'll be certain moments when it may be 90-10 or it may be 60-40. It may be fifty-one forty-nine. you know, at, at some point something kind of goes. And so you got to just kind of flow with it. And so I think, you know, that's, that's kind of hard. And so on the people that I've talked to who are successful in both men and women, that's one of the challenges is something has to give and it's a sacrifice. So, mm-hmm. and you got to choose what's important to you and you have to choose that and you have to be, you have to be a non-negotiable about that. And in certain seasons you do what you gotta do. Right. You know? Right. And that's
0: that's the thing. So okay. So, you know, people people wanna know, you know, is, is Chucky gonna is he gonna get is he gonna get hitched one day? And and that's still yet to be discovered. And that's God's will um mm-hmm. for your life. But when you think about, you know, just ladies, this this is one of the questions. What what is attractive to you in a woman? I mean, what you know, what do you say? Man, I really appreciate that about her. I, I appreciate that she has these qualities. Just just share. Just share. how me alone is your crush, okay? We know that, okay? But
1: With me alone, never. Ever. Like for <laughs>
0: but just us like regular gals, you know what I'm saying? The, the regular gals. No, I, think, I,
1: think, I think for me, and this is me, Percy, I think different seasons have brought on different attractions. Okay. So once again, I'm not that 20 year old anymore and I'm not 30, you know, I'm 40. And so life changes. And so what you begin to look for um, and what attracts you is is different. So... At forty, kind of things have have shifted for me. So there's three different things that are my chief things that I I I use as my filter. It's my name, my time, and my energies. So I everything has to be filtered through that. So can I trust you with my name? Can I trust you with my time? And can I trust you with my energy? And <laughs> and 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 that is crucial. Uh, name is pivotal because. In this thing, all you have is your name. And I do, you know, we're in a very dangerous culture now where we love scandal and we love to find dirt on people. And I've been amazed at some things that I've
2: seen. And I'm like,
1: wow. you know, I mean, relationships are always going to be what they're going to be. They're never going to be clean all the time. When you bring two people together, regardless if they love the Lord or regardless, if whatever, you know, they're always going to be messy and they're not always going to have good moments. And right. at this point, can you trust somebody with the only true currency you have, which is your name? Like the Bible talks about a good name is, is to be desired above even riches. Right. Yeah. So is name is, is, is time. I don't, I'm trying to do so much more with the same amount of time that other people have like i don't I don't get a, a a more added on to my day because I'm a pastor I got the same time everybody else has, and so I'm trying to accomplish exponentially more um and so that can become the challenge that can become what is hard so and then your energies at the end of the day you you have to guard your energy bucket because everything does not, and everybody does not deserve your energy. And at some point, at this age, if it's, if it's not worth my time, worth my energy, then you know I have to be mindful of what I invest in. So for me, at this age of 40, it's not necessarily the physical attraction, even though that needs to right. be there. You need to be attracted
2: to someone
1: in that way. So please don't over-spiritualize it. You know, I get all people say, oh, you know, they got a good personality. You know, well, something had to draw you to that personality. So of course, I'm 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 saying you got to have some physical attraction. It has to be something that attracts you in that way. But as I'm getting older, and and looking back at this point, it's like what attracts me now is understanding. Is is someone that may not like things but can understand? Because we are who we are. We all are a sum total of our experiences, and everybody is not. You know, we're 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 not going to be the same so can someone accept you for who you are at this point you are who you are ain't much changing that's gonna happen ain't much gonna happen you know that's at this point especially even from my perspective like i'm thinking you know um how i've been has helped drive me to here now with all of those idiosyncrasies and and my imperfections, yeah have driven me to this place of being what many would consider successful, so yes it's you gotta you gotta really kind of prove to me <laughs> that your way is better than a way that has been successful for me, and right that's tough I mean, if you can't really add at this point, I do think you know I think we use some crazy vernacular like for me i don't need someone to complete me i 'm already complete, you know,
2: but okay. can someone
1: compliment me? can someone add on to something and not take away? I mean, it's really, honestly, it's down to this. Do you give deposits or you major in withdrawals? And so that becomes a hard thing to kind of navigate. You
0: just said something now. You you no. said that from your good.
1: Sounds- no, I think, because I think that's in every relationship. I think people have to figure out what can, either you're adding or you're subtracting. It is. It's really just that simple. I can't, you know as much as i may want to make it work if you're not adding to me if you're not helping me if you're not understanding me then then what's the point you know i think one of the things that that happens a lot with people that i see and yeah, i've kind of yeah. studied it you know who are successful or whatever they want to do is a lot of times you know we have people that drain on us i know for me in what i do i have a lot more people who take than who give yeah yeah as a pastor, as a leader, there's more that's taken from me than given to me, right? And that's just part of life, and that's just the role and the responsibility, whether it's emotional things, whether it's, you know, time, you know, it's you don't have much. And so at some point, you have to figure out, uh, is this individual giving or taking? Are they
0: providing
1: right. safe space? Are they, you know gonna allow me to be me and I let them be them. You know, do I have to worry about just because things don't always work out how I envision it. I think that's always a challenge too, because I think some people have a vision in their mind or 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 a paradigm in their mind of how things should be. And unfortunately, here's the truth of life, it never really works out that
0: way. Right.
1: Right. I mean, you know, we growing up, everyone wanted to the The house, the kid, the dog, two and a half kids, the dog, a minivan, and a white picket fence and and we come to find out that's not even real like that's not a real kind of 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 reality right so a lot of people can't marry those two, and as soon as there's tension or frustration or does not does not come packaged like I had visioned it to be, then I automatically you know say boom, bump it, you know but you know, dealing with relationships and people are always going to be messy and always are going to, going to cause us to, you know, challenge our understanding of ourselves and of another person. So if you're looking for a perfect person, you'll never find that. And I do think some people are are looking for perfection. And if that's your aim, everybody's not going to, it's not going to check off every box for you.
2: Right. Right.
1: And if that's what you're in it for, you're really gonna be hurt and you're gonna, you're really going to um, find yourself, you know, in 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 going from relationship to relationship because you're trying to find fulfillment in another person who was never created to fulfill you.
2: Oh gosh. The they were never
1: created to, to fulfill you, you know, yeah. complete you, that's just, you know, I, and we say silly stuff like that because sometimes I think, you know, we get caught up in fantasy and some other stuff. So,
0: yeah, that's good, Chucky. Now, okay, so that, that you, you really explained that really well. And um, is that in the book? Cause I mean, you. you is in
1: my book. You know, I think, you know, and really the book is complicated. I just, it was not a, you know, and you know, some people were kind of um, looked at it as not how to get a man or woman book. It's really just to highlight that we have differences. And you have to acknowledge differences. You have to acknowledge our weaknesses. You have to acknowledge our biology and our sociology and our psychology. Like all that matters, men and women are different. So um, I can't can't always put you into the prism that I think through and I have to be willing to say, hey, I, I gotta give you space to be you and think like you do. But also on the other hand, you have to give me that same space and understanding as well. So, you know, that's really what I wrote it for. Actually, there's a, there's a group in Little Rock, shout out to y'all, who um, just ordered like 75 of my books to do a Bible study on. And I thought that was pretty cool.
0: So cool. cool. And it's like, relationships is like the talk right now in quarantine, because you know, the dynamics of everybody's relationship is changing. People we love, now we hate them. People we, we hate now, we love them. It's like when you gotta be stuck in the house with the same group of people or see the same small group all the time, it really um, does make...
1: Now, now, I'm gonna be intrigued to see how many survived the quarantine because, mm-hmm. you know, um, maybe this is a conversation for some other people to have, um, but some have made the argument that marriage was not built for quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, some people are good when they have their lives and their different schedules. And That's when right. now, I mean, I'm hearing this on a lot of different levels. And so, uh, I think it'll be interesting to see um, what happens through that. You know, um,
0: good. So, doing- so, so, Pastor, you t- you said one deal breaker for you is if 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 somebody's making more withdrawals than deposits, it's just you, you I think
1: can. I think the a major deal breaker for me is if I can't trust you to understand me.
0: That's good.
1: At some point, it's like you may not like it, and, and we're all not going to like our idiosyncrasies and our proclivities and whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, but I think a major deal breaker for me is if I can't trust you to understand me, even if you don't like it, just understand. Ooh. And we can navigate through that, you know. Um and, and vice versa, you know, people are who they are yeah. you can't yeah. make and you know sometimes we get into things and I think we we get a God complex, and we want to uh we want to make people be who we want them to be right I can never be who you want me to be, but I can be who I am right
0: Hello, you can be that yeah
1: and if and if you can take that and accept that, then we'll be cool now now you 're going to be upset and we 're going to have some tension. If you keep wanting me to be who you want me to be, and you want me to think how you want me to think and do what you want me to do, that there's always going to be tension there. But if you would ever get to the point to say, "Hey, that is who they are,"
2: yeah. right, yeah. and then
1: we can, we can go from that from that from that space, you know, of commonality and understanding. I think as I've gotten older, like you said, I'm I'm getting ready to turn 41 at this point. You know, uh, stuff ain't that deep no more. Like it's just you know, it just ain't that deep is, right. you know, at some point, you know, this is not in my twenties or thirties. It's, it's just a little different. It's different. And my, I don't have time to stress stuff that ain't that important.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, you, <clears throat> you try to live a life of low stress because I mean, your, your job is a high stress job. You know, people don't think it is, but it's a high stress job. So you, you just don't want to have any extra drama if possible. Yeah, I mean, you, you, tension is
1: part of life, right? But yeah. unnecessary tension
0: yeah,
1: is, is important. If we're, gonna, if we're gonna have tension, let it be some real tension. You know, not like tension that is just stuff that we should've, you know, that we could've dealt with in a better way.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's good.
1: I've okay. always said this, I think it's funny, and I don't believe I'm the only one. Like, you don't have to argue with me to get my attention. You know, you know, yeah. and so, and so, you know, that can, that can cause, cause problems. You know, I think some people just like having tension. I, you know, I'm, that's not even my personality. I'm more kind of laid back. I, I'm, 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 I have to be so on professionally. I have to be so in leadership and so ready to make moves professionally that personally, I don't, I don't like, I don't like it. If it's not, what's the point? You know, what are we arguing about? What's the issue?
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, but some people like that. Some people are attracted to tension and I think they believe that tension equals attention. So, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm causing tension, then I'm getting attention. I'm like, okay, cool.
0: You're preaching tonight. You feeling preaching? No, I
1: think, I think, you know, it's just interesting. And that's, that's just years of, of, of with counseling stuff and, and relationship stuff and, just you know, you just got to know who you are. And here's the truth. Also, we've talked about this, Leah, yeah. and people go back on the podcast. Everybody just ain't going to be for everybody.
0: That's true.
1: At that's this true. point, you just got to be okay with that. Right. Now, you can try to make it, and it just ain't work. That that don't mean you a bad person. It don't mean they a bad person. Right. It just means y'all just ain't meant to be together. And okay, can we, that's fine. All right, cool.
0: Okay, so here here's the, here's the next question. Cause see, I got like 18,000 questions to ask you. In like five more minutes, <laughs> so you say everybody just ain't for everybody now, mm-hmm. if you i'm gonna say your mom, but I know your grandma is like mom your she's she's you know she's mom you love your mom, but grandma is it yeah. if grandma don't like the lady you like, do you drop her
1: that's funny, well, I mean honestly, my grandma. And this has never been an issue in our family. Right. It's been the hardest now. Okay. I check my uncles. Um, the aunts have always had a hard time with my grandma, but my grandma is just who she is. Right. My grandma, she's always told us. She told me this. She told my siblings. She told anybody, hey, if you like them, you in love with them, that's on you. They, it's never been kind of, they got to pass my test. Okay. You know. Okay. And uh, my mom's at this point; she just wants some grandchildren. So whoever, me or Ashley or Shandra, she, Paula, Paula don't care. She's just like you know, I want some grandchildren. So I mean, that's that's. But they never, it's never been that kind of thing in our family. So you know, they they accept who we accept, and if if we rock with them, they rock with them. You know,
2: them. Uh, that's
1: good. But I think our family has also been fair because there have been moments. I passed whether it's me or my sisters when it was on us. And we were the ones that that were wrong. And they didn't, they didn't know. They like, no, you could you should have done better in that situation. Like,
2: yeah. yeah,
1: no, you you ain't you ain't innocent in that one. So I appreciate that kind of balance from my family. And even on the Goodman side, same way. And I love my Goodman side. Um they're my crazier side. <laughs> um, yeah. but they're the same way. Whoever, whoever we are connected to or whoever we love and who we are in relationship with, they cool. Um, and they're balanced and fair. So
0: I didn't, I never had
1: that kind of family. That's, they don't fit, you know, that was never kind of something we had to deal with. They don't fit the the goodman. The only, the only thing my grandma said, and I don't even know if I should say this, but I think it is funny.
0: Say it. My grandma
1: said, if she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. That was my grandma, I think, back in the, Day. If somebody don't put that <laughs> if she, she a not so bring them home, which is hilarious. But she use was serious, grandma is serious.
2: Don't bring she said that
1: when I was in high school, like Charlie. If they they can't use your comb, don't bring them home. That was her thing. So, I never you've never heard that. What well, she basically saying. They better look like you. They better have your your skin complexion. That's what she was basically saying. Don't be bringing back nobody that can't use your cone. So I thought that was hilarious. But
2: she was serious.
1: My grandma said, and y'all know, know my grandma. She the lightest woman in the world. My grandma is like light, bright. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you like, okay. But no, she wasn't playing. Grandma wasn't playing that. Now, that was the only thing. Like, yo, they can't use your cone. Don't bring them home. So I thought that was
0: Bring them
1: home, okay. She was real, yeah. She was real with it.
0: Okay, Pastor, I I I'm, I want to get to the lightning round, but I want to ask.
1: We good. We ain't got. I ain't got nothing else to do. So if you want to extend it, let's do it. I ain't <laughs> no problem. Nothing to do but just hang
0: out. I mean, yeah.
1: what? I got sermon prep tonight, but that's good. So I'm cool.
0: Well, you can stay
1: up. He, he can in the bed. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a single father now. So this is the craziest thing. I just <laughs> gotta make sure he's good. <laughs>
0: Go check on him, you know. Make sure he's all right.
1: Yes. Yeah, so. Don't be a
0: deadbeat daddy.
1: I know that's crazy. <laughs>
0: Don't be a deadbeat daddy. Okay. I'm so glad you're a daddy now. Okay, 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 okay.
1: Mm. So doggy you, daddy, make sure the people watch this.
0: So no, the ladies, the ladies they, know, to, they, they want do to do
2: know it. if you want kids.
1: Absolutely. I, I, I had a desire to be a father. Um, I, I I truly do. I love kids. Um, part of me always, even if not natural to adopt, was always an option that I had considered uh, because I was adopted. Um, I think as you get older, you begin to just try to see, did I miss the window? I don't know. I don't know, you know, um, and what that looks like. I'm not sure, you know, I, I vacillate back and forth with that. Yeah. I've had some moments I'm like, it's over for me. I've had some other moments. Uh, it may still be possible. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just depends on, on the season. Yeah. You know, it depends on the situation, you know, those, those things, you know, still up in the air. So I don't know. I But if you ask me, is it my focus right now? No, it's not. And that's probably been one of the challenges. I'm just, it just was not a focus for me. So there's others who, even in ministry who, for them, you know, I need a first lady. That was never a focus for me. Right. Um, right. There's others who, who had a, had a vision of family. It was just not a focus for me. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't. And so when I say focus, I was, I was dead set on trying to, to grow. I mean, people don't remember, but early on in my, so 21, I get diagnosed with a disease. They said that's going to kill me in two years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So psychologically i always had in my mind i ain't gonna be here long so there was parts of me early on that was focused solely on ministry because i also knew i didn't want to put that burden on someone right right, right. let's say i got real sick and and we married or whatever and i passed. you know yeah. so a part of me subconsciously um kind of wrestled with that early in life so so when you, when you got that early, I just put all of my focus, all of my thoughts into growing and doing ministry, because that was something that if, if God took me, that it wouldn't be as devastating to someone in partnership. Yeah. Here I am some 20 some years later, God has kept me, uh, but that focus just did not change. So, you know, by the time you get on a rhythm of life, and I'm very rhythmic, I'm very kind of ordered and I'm really kind of regimented and so once you get to a certain rhythm things just didn't take on that importance for me you know when I didn't I didn't feel like I was I was less than because and I do think some people feel that way in their own personal life if they don't check off every box so I never felt like I was less than because I wasn't married you know I felt like you know I still was complete I still was I was cool I, I, I didn't feel like I, in my, my view that I was, that I was lacking anything. And I think some people can sometimes feel that because, you know, at the end of the day, I realized this, and some people may agree and some people may not. I don't believe you can get everything. You can't have it all. And at some point, part of it is what cost am I willing to pay? So I knew for me, I poured everything, my very fiber and being into ministry. And that is what I focused on. I was non-negotiable about it. Yeah. I was not tripping about it. It is what it was. And so, um, you know, you know. And so, you may look up, things could happen. But I've learned this too: the right thing at the wrong time is the wrong thing. So, you know, and and, and all things are timing. Yeah.
0: That's all
1: good. things are timing. So, you know, you just kind of navigate through that, and you just you just keep rolling. But I never felt less than. I never felt like even when people made speculations about my life or when they were trying to tell me what they thought I needed, I'm like, I'm good. You don't, you can't tell me what you think I need.
0: Right. Right. That now, may be
1: what you need, but right. it's not what you, I, need. yeah, I'm, so, I'm good. I'm good.
0: Did you, did you uh, do you often get a lot of white prophecies? I, I'm just being nosy, right? I just want to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you get that. That comes with it. You know, that comes with the territory.
0: Yeah, 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 and yes. you, but you handle it gracefully, Chucky. You, um, you, I don't know how you got nicknamed Chucky, but that's what I
2: call. You
1: don't know how I got that nickname. How? So I started playing football. Okay. Uh, Windsor Center. Right. And um, at the time, my family calls me Charlie. Right. So right. going to football, and I didn't think Charlie was a good football name. So. <laughs> Um, so we go there and our coach, my coach, his name is Golis Hayes, Chuck Hayes. Okay. So coach, love you. He's the one who gave me my nickname. So actually everyone called me Chucky. He called me Chucky because his nickname was Chuck. Right. And I felt Cause I, I said, when they asked the name, I said, what's your name? I said, my name Chuck, because I thought Chuck was a better football name (laughs) Charlie. I was like, I ain't never known nobody named Charlie that did well in football. I just, at the time, I'm a kid. So I'm like, what, six, seven, eight years old? Right. But they called him Chuck. So he called me Chucky. So it was Chucky. So everyone initially from home called me Chucky, 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 Chucky. So I know if you call me Chuck or Chucky, that's, you know me from Greensboro. That's right. So that's that's how I got that name. That's so then Chucky is the name I got playing sports. As I get older, you know, Chucky then moves to Chuck. You yeah. know? So yeah. so that's how I got, yeah, that's that's how I got that name. name. Playing football, yeah, Windsor Center. Yeah, Coach Hayes, that's my man. Love him to death.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Coach.
1: So so that's how that came about, me having that nickname Chuck. So my family calls me Charlie a little Charlie. People in Greensboro call me you know, Chuck or Chucky. If you call okay. me that, I know you know me from home, right? That's right. that's yeah. from G Girl. I love when that. I went to college. So everyone that kind of that that name followed me, and then when I got into ministry, well, I got older. You know, you get in more professional settings. You know, Charles. You know, so you become Charles. You know, and then and then all my people in ministry is is either Goody or Goodman. You know, um, I hear so that. Yeah. Or or even now, I'm sorry. Um, out here, um, PG, you know, back here. So so here in PG is is my name in Augusta, and it's kind of been the moniker that I, I've kind of adopted. So Everybody, so that's how I get all those names is from that. Yep.
0: You got about ten names,
1: okay? But but it helps me to know where people know me from.
0: That's right. That's right. Okay, so we got a question on the floor. <laughs> Just interrupting all my questions okay. from your brother, Pastor back. Okay. He has a question. I think he's actually gonna like, come on here. Hey,
2: hey.
1: What's up, man? What's up, baby boy? You taking care of yourself? Hey, I'm trying, man. I'm no, making some more kids, what y'all doing? What this, y'all doing? Is, you know what you said about bad folk. This quarantine about to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I know one. you want to get out the house so bad, man. Have you been playing golf? Oh, you ain't been playing I've been
0: everything. I've been playing fishing. I've been <laughs> playing, I've been playing rocks in the,
2: in the, in the creek. God, <laughs> Jesus. Hopscotch. Oh,
1: man, I was playing with the neighbor's kids the other day. I was like, man, I got to do something.
0: I got to do something. <laughs> hey, I played with some neighbor's kids, and they had like a, a seven-foot goal. Wow,
1: he's ducking on. 60s on them. you horrible. You're horrible. Be horrible. <laughs> What you got, man? You got a question for me? Hey, yeah, man. I'm about to stir the pot. See, Leah ain't, Leah ain't causing no trouble in your life. Listen, I don't want no trouble, man. Don't do this to me. Not on Facebook Live, and I'm on IG Live. Don't cause <laughs> Listen, no trouble. I ain't calling no names, man. Just talk about your last relationship. Like, are you hurt from that? Where, where is she?
2: <laughs>
1: does, 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 does Dr.
0: Goodman have any regrets in his past relationships? Where is
1: she, right? Uh, now? Man, absolutely. you are
0: gonna die for that question.
2: <laughs> we <don't, laughs> we gonna kill us
1: for that. Oh man, yeah. Um, I think we all have regrets. Um, yeah. I think we all go back and say, "Man, could I've done something differently?" Yeah.
2: Um,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Was, um, that
0: was your most serious relationship. Was your last
1: one? Yeah, man. It was. That was. You know, those things are tough. Yeah, that was tough. Um, but I do think regardless, and I look back over the span of it, um, at the end of the day, I don't think that I could have, I could have provided, um, what was needed.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. And
1: so, and so I just think, you know, um, you gotta be okay with that.
2: Yeah.
1: And, you know, um, that's, that's the challenge. It's like, you just gotta be okay with that and just realize, you know what? Yeah, as much as you may want something to be, it just probably ain't meant to be. And, you know, you live, you learn, and you love and you move, you gotta keep flowing. So, um, yeah, so I I think, you know, um, that's the challenge of it. So, I I think you gotta gotta be cool with yourself and know that. And you can love someone and just not be the one for them.
0: Now you and, said something right there, Jackie.
1: That happens.
0: You can love them, but it's just not meant for y'all to be together.
1: Same so, meant. Yeah. So yeah, really? as much as you want to, you know. Yeah. Um you just you just don't know. You just can't can't do it. So yeah. um yeah, that's that's a difficult one. Mac, <laughs> you you're horrible for that. I'm just gonna tell you. But
0: <laughs> he nah, said you nah. are cursing him out in your head right now.
1: No, but it's real. I think most of us—we all have those. I—I I, I haven't met anyone who doesn't have a regretful moment, right? Yeah. Um, yep. I, I I don't I don't know anyone who doesn't. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let me see if I can download this thing. Hold on. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wait. So I I don't I, I don't know anyone who does not have. Moments or people or situation that you like I wish I would have managed that better.
0: That's right That's right. I wish I would have handled that differently Mm. But you know and I I, and when I when I counsel some of my ladies I always tell them, you know, that's a life lesson It's a life lesson um, That you can use later on in your journey or you know, it made you wiser It made you better so I feel like all of these are life lessons. And part of that is reasons why you could write that book and it'd be so effective because that book has blessed so many people. Um, mm. But you've lived it, not just you know writing about it. You, you've lived um, a lot of things that are in the book. It's complicated. Yeah, I love that book. A lot of ladies have read it and are in love with that book. So here's the next question. Are you sleepy yet? No, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> okay, good. Okay, next question. <clears throat> we already, we are, okay, we got that one. We got that one. See, because I don't want nobody beating me up after this if I didn't ask all, all the questions they want to hear. They want to know what do you do for fun? I mean, what do you do outside uh, the dirt? No, it,
1: the quarantine has changed so much for me. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
1: I used to love, like, like I said, and I still do, working out, traveling. Mm-hmm. Um: So those things are still things that I enjoy doing. yeah,
0: yeah, um, but you just can't do it.
1: Just can't do it. yeah, just you know um so so figuring out things now, um you know beyond the 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 things that I typically do anyway is to uh still do ministry and and those other kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so it just you know it just is what it is so. Um, so training. I love. To, I love to work out. Uh, travel whenever that is possible. I mean, besides ministry stuff, I can do ministry stuff all day long. Okay. So
0: you do.
2: Now oh. I
1: got dog, so <laughs> we'll see. you This thing.
0: You gonna need a dog sitter or like the doggy hotel or something? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Whenever we get back on the road, but I don't know when that is gonna be.
0: Right. Well, that's one thing. You know, I I I like to. Think about like, God, uh, one day I, I believe I'll actually be preaching on the road again. Because when I think I was busy, you were 10 times busier than me. I
1: don't, I don't know when that's gonna be, Leah. I'll be honest, I have no clue. Yeah. No
0: yeah. clue. It's just one of those things that, you know, I feel like virtual, vo- virtual road life is a life now. It's becoming a life, you know, having to preach virtually for different congregations.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be that way for a minute.
2: Yeah,
0: we'll
1: yeah. see. I don't know who's doing revivals. Right? I mean, like, in-person stuff. I don't know. I mean, that's okay. a critical question. I have no idea.
0: So do you feel like your preaching style has changed from, you know, with the virtual?
1: I think we've, I'm, I'm, I'm more open to experiment. Yeah. Because once again, our chief aim is to make sure that what we're doing is coming across well. And so now, the digital medium is different than the in- person medium, right? like the in- person medium you're feeding off of the crowd is' more of a dialogue right mm-hmm. and so i'm 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 having to listen the ebb and flow of worship and how that you know kind of uh kind of pushes the sermon now, I'm having to guess it in my head, which uh-huh. sucks, and it's just not fun but. <laughs> you know, you gotta do it. So it's like, you just got to figure out and you just got to hope that I'm, I'm connecting in this moment. So.
0: Yes. I have to hear the crowd in my head too, Chucky. I'm like, I feel like they telling me to preach right here.
1: Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's rough. Okay. So i gonna just ask you a few, a few questions, um, quarantine style. And then, and then we may, we may wrap it up and let's, and listen, li- listen, ladies are texting me right now as we are on live to say, that was good. They are enjoying uh, what you're saying. They're enjoying your openness. And we appreciate you being open tonight, Pastor, because we know that this is not the norm for you. No, it's cool. And uh, look, Mike said, if they don't ask no questions, he about to ask some more questions. We man, walk- I ain't
1: thinking no more questions from Mike McNair tonight. He done, he, done, he done came hard. I'm like, okay, cool. I got you. 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 Mike, just remember when I bring you on my podcast, no holds barred. I want you to remember how this works. Cause man, Mike is is one of the foremost authorities on Kingdom Entrepreneurship. And so when I do my thing, but I'm I'm gonna have a lightning round too. And I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna throw Light some. Light him up. Light this butt up. You hear me? Light them up. Light
1: you. But a, that, was a, that was a deep question. Most people and I'm not immune to that. I'm not immune to to having a relationship in. Right. I mean, that's that's humanity. I think you know, some of us we, we put people on these platforms and pedestals and, and act like they're not human. No, it happens, you know. Um and I and that's one of the things I do think, which is why spaces and when we, we find out about people or we we try to dig into people we get we get like whatever whatever we think like even in the kingdom like people try to act like we're not like we're immune to the normal stuff that happens in life right so we get bent out of shape if we if our favorite preacher get divorced right or we 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 get like oh my oh my no none of us are immune like just cuz you're gifted and just because you love God does not make you immune from
2: the realities
1: of life and relationships and those things. So I think that, you know, we just got to understand um, people are people and they're human and things don't work out either. I I have many moments of failure and regret and man, I wish I would have did this better. Or I wish I would have appreciated this um, Better in my life at the time absolutely um absolutely there there are definitely some things I'm like, man, I really wish you know that I you know perhaps could have could have discern that moment better, yeah.
2: yeah, or
1: fought a little harder, right like yeah, what yeah. I did what i what i what I thought was a big thing at that time wasn't a big thing, yeah, and was it worth losing someone, you know I think, you know, we all go through that. So I think we have to get to the place where we can understand and take people and no matter how high up we put people or where we view them, you know, every every one of us is human and we're people and we don't get it right all the time in every area of our lives. And so, you know, give people space to be human. Be human, you know. And you don't. Absolutely. I don't know anybody that don't have something back. They were like man, I wish I could redo that. Yeah, yeah I wish I could have. Yeah, I, I overreacted in that one. Yeah, sh- yeah, yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, we don't, get the, we don't get the luxury of living life retrospectively. I have to live it in the moment and then after the moment's done and after the decision has been made and after the mistakes have been petered out, then I get to live life and then like, oh, I wish I could have did it. We don't, we don't get that privilege. You know, we don't get to live life retroactively. I mean, you know, we have to live it. I mean, retrospectively, we have to live it in the moment and you make in the moment decisions in the moment. And sometimes they're good. And sometimes they're bad. Sometimes, you know, you know, so, you know, that's, that's, that's the challenge. And I think, you know,
0: and you, you dropping some nuggets tonight.
1: I telling, what's going on with you? You No, I think I think I think you hit, I think that's the thing. And I, that's why for someone like me and many who are like me, yeah. you know, it's hard making emotional decisions. I've I've never been any motive dude like that. Like I'm if it don't make sense, you know, I have to I have to logistically, I have to logically think about it. And I think there are many moments. That my logic has probably messed you up. Messed me up. Absolutely. You but it's got to make sense to me.
0: Yeah.
1: If it don't make sense, I'm going to struggle with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it
1: has to make sense. It has to make logical sense. And when you deal with relationships and things like that, a lot of it ain't about sense, it's, it's this emotional, emotive thing. And so I don't. I've I've never been one to make emotive decisions.
0: Right.
1: It's got to make sense. It just got to
0: add up in your
2: head.
1: It's got to add up in my head. It's got, and if it does not add up in my head, then um, I'll go with my mind over my heart every day.
0: Yeah. So Um, okay. So here that that adds up to another question. Somebody just asked um, the the name of the book, and the name of the book is It's Complicated.
1: Complicated. That's right. I'll look it up.
0: Yes, and it's probably on your page somewhere, I'm sure, past if they go look on your social media.
1: Yeah, it's uh, on. Uh,
0: but they want to know how far into, like, the dating process, because, I mean, you're a young guy, you do dating, you meet ladies. How far into this process do you know it's not going to work? When, when do you start d- these calculations you be doing in your head?
1: I think all people have their moments. So uh I think all of us – um have your threshold you know
2: yeah so
1: i think you just gotta kind of feel your own way through it right but it's nuanced i think you know at this point for anybody um and once again um it's it's really about can i capture that person's attention
2: right right
1: and And if you're only a one trick pony, that's, that's not going to work in this season. Wait a minute. I mean, and however you, um, you know, whatever that trick is, whatever you think that, um, you think that is the thing that will get anybody. It just doesn't always work like that.
0: Right, right, right. Okay, see
1: that I'm not I mean and and I know many people don't try to make that a physical thing and I wasn't even trying to talk about it from a physical (laughs) perspective, but I'm saying like you need to be well-rounded and you need to be able to um you know meet people in all different kind of spaces where they are, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that's that's just truth. Like, you know, so can I can I can I attract you and keep you, um, not just physically but mentally and emotionally,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: intellectually, right? Yeah. And be be nuanced about it. I think is is kind of unique. So I don't know. You know, most people, I've seen this in in relationships, and then so um, you got to do something to kind of um, keep the magnetism up. You know, keep the attraction up, right? I mean, you and Mac, how long y'all been married now?
0: Fifteen
2: years. Fifteen
1: years, right? Fifteen years y'all been married. So at this point, there has to be something else that keeps you guys connected. Is yeah. you know, it goes to a deeper level right. than beyond physical attraction
0: That's right. to,
1: to intellectual, even spiritual. Like at some point. You, that's why I tell people. That's why you got to, you know, this thing is different and, and some people can be so spooky and just cause two people love the Lord don't mean that they're going to be together.
0: Now you just said something here, Bishop, Bishop Goodman. Like,
1: like you say, well, I love Jesus and they love Jesus. So we should be fine. No, that, that, there needs to be some other stuff in there to help y'all stay connected.
0: Yes, you gotta be friends. I mean, it's so much. And then you, you know, you have to be able to forgive over and over and over and over. And, over and you know,
1: I think you, gotta, I think you just gotta have and you gotta be able to um kind of grow with people and, and have fun with people. That's that's another thing I do think. That's that's another thing that's yeah. that if, if I see this happening a lot, um is that some people don't like having fun with one another or, you know, you know, experience um, with one another in, in, in ways that it's just, just, that's just deeper than just, you know, one particular one dimensional way. Right.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But you know what, I, what people don't know is like a lot of, <laughs> a lot of married people call you.
1: <laughs> a lot of married people
0: I mean, even Mike and I have talked to you some when we like, you know what, that hell for on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of us married folk out here in these streets.
1: <laughs> no, because this is the thing. People ain't going to say it out loud, but it's true.
0: Yeah.
1: There's envy on both sides. Yeah. So there's a lot of married people envious of single people. That's right. And a lot of single people envious of married people.
0: That's true. That's really true.
1: So, I mean, I don't know. I think you just got to kind of be in your season, be where you are. I mean, I, it's crazy. I mean, like I said, that, that's real where you see people do that. So, I don't know. I think you just got to embrace whatever season you're in. If you're single, embrace that season. If you're married, embrace that season.
0: And you have embraced it to the max, you know, and I think um, that is what our single ladies are trying to get to that place of just embracing um, that single season and um, you know, handling what comes with single life. And you have shown us that there is a way to maximize your singleness, cause you are doing it.
1: Yeah, this, I think that's it. But also don't put so much pressure on yourself, you know, to feel like you gotta be, you know, the one. If If it's meant, right? you know, that happens. Like I hear so many people, you know, and this is, you know, so you bring me on. I am a single pastor. So a lot of times I get invited to single stuff and I got to give like single talks and I got to do that stuff. Cool. No problem. Um, I am weary of people who always be like, yeah, you know, I'm a Proverbs 31. I'm like, okay, I hear you. (laughs) I'm with it. But I do think on both ends, that's Man, if you read have have you read Proverbs thirty thirty one?
0: Hello, that thing is detailed that thing no. is heavy.
1: Proverbs thirty one is tough. It's it's a lot. It's, kind it's of a life. lot. It's a lot. And then even to be a kingdom man, it's it's a lot, right? right. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um yes. so I don't know. I don't know. I think I think you raised a lot of it. I guess um how people can be it, it's I don't know, man. This you know and be who you are embrace who you are and maximize it and and i do believe god gives us the desires of our heart but once again i don't interpret that as if i'm taking my desires to god i've always interpreted that text as god gives me what i should desire after and so um and so he gives me the desires to be fulfilled and so um yeah i think you got to figure out what your main thing is. And there's some people, if that's your, if that's your aim, you know, your aim is, Hey, I want to be in relationship. I want to be married. Cool. I mean, if that's your focus, do what you do, you know? Um, And, but you know, there's many who may not be there. You know, I'm, I meet a lot of, of successful women who, who at this point to them to be connected would be a step down in their mind. Like we have devalued it. Honestly. I mean, you not just, in the world, but also in the church. We've we've kind of devalued it's almost a lessening. It's almost like if I do this, then I don't get to succeed in the other areas of my life that I wanted to do. So I see a lot of people, you know, that's a that's kind of a, a new phenomenon that is is kind of taking on, which is it's kind of interesting. I don't know what y'all deal with, you know, through your lifeline and some of the other things. because right. uh, there's some who are saying, you know, if I could do this over,
2: yeah,
1: I'm, I'm not fine. really sure. Yeah that I would do it. And there's some who said, well, it was good in a certain season. Yeah. But this new season that I'm in, I'm not even sure if, you know, so I just think this is it's interesting. Yeah, it's
0: interesting. That's good, Pastor. I mean, you have to get your cash in. I mean you dropped
2: nuggets. So we
0: got the source seed on the man of God.
1: It's just interesting. So I <laughs> d I don't know. I think, you know, we talk about it and I thought that's why tonight was interesting is yeah, especially in this time like quarantine. Yes,
0: it's a lot of time to think, isn't it, Pastor?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, kind of ponder some stuff.
0: Yeah. So, okay, I I got two more questions, and then we're gonna do lightning round. Then I'm gonna let you get check on your son, your furry son.
1: Check on him. Yeah, probably snoring. (laughs) He snores (laughs) and it's crazy.
0: (laughs) Dog is snoring too.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Does he? Does he eat high-class food or what?
1: Is he- I'm eating what the breeder put in him, so I'm just, I'm just letting him eat what he's been eating. God,
0: he's a bougie dog, too, because he's a whatever. I think he's not. He's pretty chill. Oh, my
1: he's God. A chill, he's a
0: chill dog, man. It's he's really. Chill dog, that's your child. Ew, yeah. That's your child. Okay, so they want to know, how you with budgeting money? I, I can't answer this one. I don't
1: know. No, I think I'm, I've, I've always tried to maintain financial stewardship. Number one, I've always honored God from a kid. And so Amen. my grandparents taught me how to keep God first. And I think that has been a a major thing for me throughout my life. So that's always a non-negotiable.
2: Yeah.
1: And how I honor God with my tithes and offerings. And that's that's still something I hold to this day. Yeah. And um as I've gotten older, uh I had certain goals that I wanted to maintain. And by the grace of God I've been able to do fairly well, um, throughout the different seasons of my life. So yeah, I yeah. think, you know, um, yeah, money's not an issue because I I, I don't see it as my money. You know, I, I've always, I, I live what I preach on it. So if I, I trust that God, you know, I keep God first in, in my finances and he's always done exceedingly abundantly, man. So I I just, I just operate that way. Yeah. So I do that. And, you know, I believe in, you know, I invest, I do, I have other things that I I try to navigate through because I do believe at this point of life around generational wealth.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so unfortunately in our demographic, especially black people, we have rarely, we don't leave anything. Right. right. We die, we take. Right. So I want to, I want to kind of leave. So, you know, it's because stewardship is it's significant. You've got to also provide, like I'm, I always tell people even younger than me, get a wheel. You need to have a living wheel. You need to make sure that on all of your accounts, there's a transfer of death. There is somebody that's a benefactor on that kind of stuff. Just simple stuff that I don't think most people think through, um, but it's is, is important.
0: Very important. So that's good. You're good with money and we can see that. We can see that. OK, so now they're getting into some other things and then we're going we're to do our lightning round. Okay. what is your favorite feature uh of yourself? What do you like most about yourself? Oh,
1: it's crazy ah that's hard because i've I've always um,
0: I was gonna say your beard. I really think you pay I, lots of attention to your beard.
1: oh, you know what man? you know, growing up <laughs> I'm a lovely kid, and so I've always wrestled um just trying to be healthy, I was a chubby kid. And so, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't outgrow that till like, was that like high school, uh-huh. getting okay. active and playing sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, that's a... Um,
2: so it, you- It's, it's,
1: it's, I'm, and this is-
2: Okay.
1: It won't be anything physical, okay. just my mind. I really have worked hard over the years to grow and to develop my mind. So, for me, I like to think that I think differently. And that has been uh, something that I, I try to look at. I love it. is temporal, which is funny, because you know me, Lee, I, I couldn't grow facial hair for a long season of my life, then as soon as I go bald, then the hair grows on my chin, which is interesting. And I'm, I'm really struggling now, because I ain't had a good cut in a minute, so it's gonna be really what it's gonna be, so,
0: yeah. Right, so you are, you, you haven't had an illegal haircut. Yeah,
2: okay.
1: I didn't want to, I mean, it, no, I did, at the end of the day, I wanted to model that. I mean, we're trying to tell people to do it. I wanted to kind of, you yeah. know, so, yeah, it was cool.
0: Listen, we all in the struggle bus with, with this, with this. Okay, Pastor Back said, no, he went on and got an illegal haircut. So, he, <laughs> But see, we had to talk to him about that later. This is crazy.
1: Yeah, that was an article by somebody that opened up early a barbershop in Georgia. Barber got COVID. Oh. Yeah. Mm.
0: God, in Georgia, I mean, y'all was like opening up like before anybody.
1: It was a dumb move. I, I, yeah, it was. It was. It was premature. Um, we're That's still cool. waiting to see all about the information. So hopefully, um, um, you know, we won't get the spike. But I think it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. pretty bad.
0: Pastor, we have had some fun.
1: Cool, oh, it's been great. <laughs> been good. Thank y'all.
0: Now you can't come back on the lifeline without Deek. You know what I'm saying? Got Let me
1: see your picture. <laughs>
0: this is important because I mean, this is my nephew, and I, I need to meet him.
1: Yeah, he' going, and he loves kids. No. Yeah, he loves kids.
0: He's sweet, He's a sweet dog. Okay, so here's the lightning round.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Okay. What are you binge watching on quarantine in your quarantine life
1: listen um netflix with uh i saw i saw ozarks i saw that all the seasons of ozarks
2: okay
1: the thing was crazy uh little fires everywhere fires everywhere uh, on hulu okay it was uh was kind of fun it was it was interesting um but let me be honest. It is hard watching TV now, because yeah. there's so many options.
0: That's true. That's true. There's
1: so many options that I struggle uh, with um, selling on something to watch. So,
2: right. if I'm not, if I don't
1: find a show that just kind of grabs me,
2: yeah,
1: let me just read. I've been trying to, you know, get more more reading stuff in, but it's hard watching TV now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are just on social media and just chilling and and, and doing a a little Netflix. But we're, you know, around here, we're still watching Paw Patrol. Are y'all?
1: That's hilarious. I love
0: it. it. (laughs) Okay, what is your favorite uh, fat boy quarantine snack?
1: Now nah, I ain't going to front. I love sweets. Snickers. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a lady here in my city. She goes to my church, and um, she makes a cake. And my staff got it for me one Sunday after church. And that thing is crazy. Uh, oh. I think the name of it is Made. And she, that's the name of the business, Taylor made uh, uh-huh. bakery. And she has, um, this strawberry like cake with cheesecake in it. And it's, it's the absolute best piece of cake I have ever, ever tasted. Yeah. It's real good. It's real good. But man, I, now that's a wrong question because I love sweets. And one of the things that I'm really trying hard. So how on the way I'm getting through this is me and my homeboy, you know, be, would, me and A would every day we kind of send each other workouts and we have to hold each other accountable because good, I don't want to catch the quarantine 25. Lord knows I don't. I'm
0: going to ask you, Chucky, okay, how much quarantine weight have you gained?
1: I haven't weighed myself. I refuse to.
0: Why? I'm
1: not doing it. <laughs> not okay. doing it. i just not doing I'm gauging my weight based upon how I feel like my, my clothes
0: fit. Are they they a little snug? I mean, you know, do you look?
1: You You know what's crazy? I have not put on a suit in 10 weeks.
0: For real?
1: No. I haven't had to wear it anywhere. True. I'm dressing down to preach on Sunday. I have to put on a suit tomorrow for the funeral.
0: True. Okay, so tomorrow
1: let us know how fat you are, okay? Let you know how fat. I've been been now for, for as many times as I... Fall off the wagon with the sweets. I still drink my gallon and plus a water. Well,
0: that's good. Okay, so you probably ain't gained too much.
1: Yeah, but it's. I know. I. I, You just never know. Right. I'm not getting on that scale. I rebuke that demon in the name of Jesus Christ. You
0: better get your butt on that scale.
1: (laughs) I rebuke. rebuke.
0: Okay, you got one. Your favorite quarantine reality show? Are you watching reality show?
1: I've never been a reality show. Never
0: reality show
1: guy? Can I be honest with you? I've never seen, I haven't watched much reality show since Real World. You remember Real World back? Oh, you didn't watch TV. Uh, didn't watch
0: yes, TV I remember TV that TV show.
1: High you didn't watch TV in high school. You was praying and having Bible study. But for the, everyone else in America that watched, Real World, like okay. Real World back in the day was on MTV. Yeah,
0: they used to fight and
1: stuff. I know that show. No, oh, no. Okay, that was my number one. Can I tell you what my number one favorite reality show of all time, even okay. though I don't watch them now, but it used to be my release on Sunday. Okay. Uh, Flavor Love.
2: Oh. Yes. oh!
1: I love Flavor
0: totally Love. Holy I can
1: watch reruns of Flavor <laughs> Love. I love Flavor Love, man. I That, that was my show.
0: Flavor Flave It used life. to
1: come on on Sunday, and what most people don't know about preachers, after you're done on Sunday, I'm like tired. So I'm like, I want to yeah, I needed maybe. something to decompress. So,
2: you need a little ratchet in your Yeah, throat. Yeah.
1: I didn't need nothing deep. And it was not deep at all. It was flavor love. It was delicious. <clears throat> it was, it was hey, New York. <laughs> I still remember the show. I, I could still watch that show. That was good. <laughs> Listen,
0: delicious list was everything. But why couldn't anybody see how ugly he was?
1: That's what made the show great. I don't. <laughs> Flavor flav, you know, so I don't know. You know, Delicious is actually dating one of the uh Central Park Five. No. Yeah, she is.
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't know where Delicious was.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Came across <laughs> on the timeline. I saw it. I was like, hey, Delicious. All
0: right.
2: Delicious. Central Park Five. Name I mean, mean that name is amazing. You was don't... on Flavor Love. I see.
0: You know, you just gained two or three brownie points in my life for <laughs> Yeah, Flavor
1: Love was great, man. It's a great show. It was crazy. You know, he just got kicked out of run DMC. Like they kicked him out. Like from if I'm if I'm if I'm remembering and recalling right, they kicked him out. Like he got into a dispute with um with uh whatchamacallit? With um
0: it's confirming Ch-D. that you're
1: all right. Got- Chuck D. Yeah, he got kicked out. He got kicked out of run DMC. So Chuck, no, it's not run DMC. Uh um um Public Enemy. Yeah. Public Enemy. Yeah, Chuck D. Chuck D. They they had they had a fallen out and they kicked he got kicked out. It's crazy. I
0: mean, but we and we I I loved him just sitting around there doing his move with the clock. Did you ever wear a big clock?
1: No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Only Flav could do that. Only Flav. Only Flav could do it.
0: Yes, he got kicked out. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Yeah, Enemy fire flavor flavor after Bernie Sanders rally spat. They had a fight.
1: Yeah, it was something crazy. Yeah, they 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 they're not like on the same team no more. So that's that's bananas. Wow.
0: Okay, so what's what's playing in your in your house? What's your quarantine jam that you you what what you listening to?
1: You know what's so crazy. I man you you sound like when I tell you hey, what we'll laughs at I me. Mean. I've been working out. So I work out to podcasts. Okay. But when, when I listen to one.
2: Yeah.
1: I listen to 90s rap. I love it. 90s. I love it. G. Um, who was I listening to the other day? Um, Flip Mode Squad. Like anything in the 90s.
2: You listen to it. I've them. been
1: rocking that. Like just yeah. playing my headphones every day for workout. So that's how I close out my workout. DMX. Yeah. Um all those. All those have been what I've been rocking with. Yeah.
0: It's been keeping you going, keeping you.
1: People don't even probably the locks. Uh yeah, bad boy. I so so I just been in whatever's whatever was kicking it in the nineties. Um listening to. Yeah, that's what I listen to.
0: OMG. And so you know you've been Living a simple life. Because, you know, you, you like to eat out, Pastor. the do. This is one thing I know. you like to eat good Please. in these streets. And so quarantine has probably, like, brought your meals down a notch. Because, you know, whenever I come there, I, I come on an empty stomach. Because I know I'm going to eat big girl style. I'm going to eat good. Yeah. You know, pre-
1: um, it's the same thing with TV. Like, it's hard to get food now because yeah. everything has to be like delivered. So, yeah, whether well, yeah. I guess Grubhub, Waiter. Um, you know, we got DoorDash. Okay. I, I get confused because I don't know what to eat. So today I ordered uh, Hoke Poke Bowl. It's Hoke Poke Bowl. Well, it's something here in Augusta. And okay. so it's like, like tuna, shrimp, salmon. That's good. You know, yeah, it's pretty healthy with some rice. So that's what I have for um, for lunch. Mm-hmm.
0: So now, because you love bonefish. That's, you know. I, do. You
2: bone
0: fish. Okay.
1: I haven't so been there in, in a while. I've it's been 10 weeks.
0: Been
1: favorites. In 10 weeks, I haven't been to bonefish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is bonefish.
0: This, this is the quarantine life. Okay, this is the last question. What's the first thing you're going to do when we get free, when God frees us from this quarantine?
1: <laughs> Man, I... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's a great question. Um, it's multiple things, man. Go to the bar. I'm, I'm little stuff that I just took for granted before. Right. chop. I'm gonna go to the bar de- definitely, and then I'm a, I'm i am I'm gonna go to the mall and just walk around and high five and hug everybody. Like, hey, you no, know, because there's things that I think we took for granted that I never really kind of thought through. Right. Yeah. I'm so busy. And so much on the go that I didn't really think about it.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Um, as soon as the quarantine up, I'm going to church. I'm going to fall out. Like, they're going to have to carry me out of church. Are you going <laughs> to the I miss, I really miss the fellowship. I miss, I miss seeing my people. I really do. Um, I really do. Yeah. So, we so told- it's not just one thing, you know, it's, it's a multitude of things. Go back to the gym. It's, yes. it's a lot of different stuff. Yeah. do Hopefully before then, go home. I do need. I do miss, you know, when, when the thing happened with my dad. I wasn't able to go the second time. Yeah. Um, my grandma turns ninety three, and just out of you just never know, you know. So definitely see family. Um,
0: come to Greensboro. Come yeah,
1: home. I gotta come home. Yeah. Um, yeah. will see what that's like. But it's been it's been it's been it's been interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, we our prayer is that we are gonna see you soon. That sounds good.
1: The twins, where they at? They sleep?
0: Twins is knocked out. We, they got their juice. They, they are knocked out. And I hope they stay sleep all night. Don't ask me for nothing.
1: How old are they now? How old are my nephew? Going on 44.
0: They
1: four going on. They four. They getting ready to be four.
0: Four going on. And, and today, I took Judah to uh, Jimmy John's to uh, get a sandwich because he'd been asking for a Jimmy John's sandwich. I don't know why.
1: Really? The commercials will get you. If you're not careful, you'll watch a commercial and it'll have you fiending for stuff. Yeah. I wasn't even hungry for no sub, but I want a
2: sub.
0: (laughs) So when we got got the sub back home, Judah says, Ma, they cheated me on my ham.
2: That's funny.
0: And you know why he said that? Because his daddy always says when we go to a restaurant, y'all cheated me on this. Now they got this, my kids saying that. That's hilarious. They wild. They wild. Yeah. Pastor, I, I got a few ladies saying they they feel like they want to hear from us every week until till we free.
1: That's funny. We can set it up. I don't mind.
0: I think we should, Pastor.
1: It was good. I enjoyed it.
0: I think you did a great job. And and we just going to bug you week in and week out until we all get free.
1: Sound like a plan. Let's make it happen.
0: Okay, go to bed and check on Deke.
1: Will do. Y'all be good.
0: Love y'all. Good night, everybody.
1: All right. Peace out. All
0: right. See y'all. Bye-bye.